welcome to the research labs of Better. Today we're taking a look at two of our test subjects. Martin has asked Julie on a first date. Let's take a look. Hey, I am so excited to see this movie. I've heard so much about it. I love you. Okay. Too soon. Let's see what it looks like with Better. Hey, I am so excited to see this movie. I've heard so much about it. Me too. When life hands you choices, choose better. All right, when life gives you choices, choose what? Better, amen, you bet. That's what we're going to deal with. Uh, over these weeks as we get into this new series. And uh, it's going to be all about trying to get our life uh, into that better, that better place, making better choices. And uh, as we approach uh, this series, um, what we're going to do is kind of straightforward stuff. We're going to look at a verse uh, from the scriptures every week. And in that verse is going to be the word better, right? It's going to be the word better. And uh, it's going to inform us uh, about how it is that we can move to and experience, receive that be that better life. Uh, you know, if I would ask, do the survey thing and ask most of you, you know, how, how many want better for their life, right? I mean, like, yeah, sure, everybody, but it, maybe two of you, right? No. I mean, if I would do the opposite and say, let's see, how many people want to have a crummy life? Yeah, I didn't think so. Not a lot of takers on that one, right? Yeah, we just not, we, we want, we want, better, right? Now, the trouble for us is, as we want better for our life, we have to understand and figure out what better is. Because so many times we get false messages from the world about what is better. Let me give you an example. For instance, you know this one, right? Bigger is... You know that one. Where'd you get that? Right? How do you know that's true? We get messages from the world that somehow try to tell us what is better. Bigger is better, or more is better, right? Somehow, if we get more, then we're doing better. We're, really? Where does that come from? Is that true? So what we're going to do in these weeks is we're going to look at passages of Scripture that encase that word better, and those passages are going to be that which forms our understanding of what is better, right? If we're going to be sold out Christ followers, we've got to let, let, let Christ determine what's better. And, and we've got to be able to understand from Scripture, that eternal wisdom, what it says is better. So each week, we're going to look at that one verse. Now, I want to give you the challenge in this. It's only going to be one verse, right? It's not going to be a whole paragraph that we're going to look at. It's just going to be one verse week, there's going to be a key verse. I want to encourage you to, during the week, commit that verse to memory. Commit, that, con, commit it to memory. Say, oh, I had to do all that memorizing and confirmation. You want me to do it again? You know, okay, listen. Here's what, this is why it's important. You see, as you're walking through your experience of life and through your experience of day, you need to be able to remind yourself what's better. You can't do that if you don't have that somehow embedded in your thinking and in your character. 
And so take these verses as a challenge that each week you're just going to work on this one verse for the week and just commit this verse uh, to your memory so that as you're walking through life, as you're doing life, you're going to be informed by the wisdom of Scripture and you'll be able to call up and understand and know, no, wait a minute, this is better. This is better. You on board with that? Good challenge? All right, let's get into the first verse. Uh, we're talking about one day today. One day. You probably know the verse. It's Psalm uh, 84. It goes like this. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. You know that verse? Maybe you don't. Let's say it together, okay? Because I want you to get it. I want you to understand this verse, commit it to memory. So uh, walk with me on this one. You ready? We're going to say this thing together. Here we go. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. All right, there's your assignment. Memorize that thing because it's telling you what is better. That's what we're going to do today. Let's unpack it. You ready? Let's unpack what does it mean here in terms of what better looks like for our life. Here's the first observation. The first observation in the verse is it talks about a single day. That's huge. That is absolutely huge. It means that one day can be better. This day, right here, one day can be better. What the, what the psalmist would call us to is to understand a simple, basic, better truth. We have this day. This is our day. And this day can be better. I mean, how, do, how many people do you know that walk through a day with an attitude that says, you know, if I can just get through today, tomorrow will be That's the way you want to live life? You want to live life, wasting life on today, hoping that somehow tomorrow is going to be better? No, the psalmist says, listen, a single day today, this day, this day, right here, right now, this day is your day. This is God's day. This is what God has given you. This is the gift, this day. To make the most out of this day. Get focused on this day. Don't waste every day living for tomorrow. Focus on this day. Now, what's really huge about this is if you follow this through and think with me here, if you focus on this day, you know what that also means? You don't have to carry with you the faults and the failures and the sins of yesterday. Did you hear me? That's huge. That's powerful. If you, if you take what the psalmist says, it is better to focus on this day. It is better to Why? Because it means you don't need to carry with you all the shame, all the guilt, all the failure, all the disappointment, all the frustration, all the anger, you name it, right? You don't need to carry that with you from yesterday. That was yesterday. This is today. It's this day. You see, Jesus came into the world. Jesus died on a cross. Jesus gave up his whole life for you so that you don't have to carry yesterday. Instead, 
You get the opportunity, the privilege, and the freedom to live when? This day. You just get to live this day. It means you get the, the gift of making sure this day is the absolute opportunity for your life and God to work in your life this day. You get to experience the grace, the forgiveness that lets go of yesterday. And you don't have to live worried about We can go to Psalm 118, and what does it say, right? This day. What day? This day, right? This is the day, right here. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but what? It. It, 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 it. Right, here's the deal. Life gets better. Life gets better when you focus on today. When you say, this is the day. This is the day. When you understand that this is a day, and this day is a gift and opportunity that God has given you, and you decide you're going to make the most out of this day. This is the day. This the uh, Proverbs, Book of Wisdom, right? The Book of Wisdom says, don't brag about tomorrow since you don't know what the day will bring. What's he telling you? Don't live for tomorrow. Live for, make the most out of today. Life gets better when you embrace the day. When you embrace the day and say, this is the day in my life. This is the day I'm here to live for the fullness of Christ. Now, if we follow this through, we go, okay, a single day, just did that. A single day in your courts. In your courts. What are you talking about there? I don't want to go to court, <laughs> right? My experience in court is not so good. I don't want to go there. What is he talking about courts? Well, this comes out of the Old Testament, right? And so he's using an image from Jerusalem and the temple. Okay? Now, in the temple, there was the holiest of holies, and this was the place where God resided. But the only one that could go into the holiest of holies was the high priest. could get to the presence of God was to stand around the holiest of holies, which, of course, was the courts. You with me? So what is the psalmist saying? Look, in this single day, if I'm going to make the most, if this day is going to be better, if this day is going to be better, I need to invite the constant nearness and presence of God into the day. Better is a single day in your courts, meaning this day is going to be better if I allow the constant presence of God into the day. If I seek, if I desire, if I allow the... Now, what does this look like? For me, one of the, the greatest powerful passages, experiences of the New Testament is in Luke 24, 
when you've got uh, these guys walking along on the road to Emmaus, right? So you got Jerusalem and you got Emmaus. The text tells us there's, they're seven miles apart. And there's these two guys who are followers of Jesus who are walking on the road to Emmaus. Now, this experience happens after Jesus has been crucified and he has been resurrected and he's appeared to the women and he's appeared to the disciples, but not yet these two guys, right? So these two guys, while he's appearing to the women and the disciples, these two guys are walking seven miles from Jerusalem us what's going through their head, right? What they're thinking about. It says in verse 14, as they walked along, they were talking about what? Everything. Important word. They were talking about everything that had happened. What, where are these guys at? Well, they're talking about the experience of their life, aren't they? They're talking about everything. They're talking about everything that's going on. They're talking about all the stuff that's been happening these last few days. Right? And then look at verse 15. As they talked and discussed these things, notice the scripture is repeating what they're talking about. Right? It wants to get you to understand. Right? What's on their heart, what's on their mind, everything that's going on in the day. Okay? And what happens while they're talking about everything? It says, Jesus himself, gotta love it, right? Scripture wants to make sure you don't misunderstand here. This isn't just kind of a proxy Jesus here, right? This isn't a Halloween Jesus showing up in a Jesus mask, right? This is Jesus who? Jesus himself. <laughs> This is the real deal. This is the real guy. Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. This is so cool. What's going on? Life is going to get better when you invite Jesus of the day. Life's going to get better. When you simply invite Jesus into the everything of the day. Jesus starts walking with them, and ironically, he says to them, Gee, what are you talking about? As if he didn't know, <laughs> right? Gee, what are you talking about? And before the whole experience is done, they pour out everything, and Jesus, it says, begins to open up the scriptures to them. What's going on? When you invite Jesus into the experience of the day, when you allow him to invade the experience of the day, he's going to bring something with him. One of the things he's going to bring is wisdom. He's going to bring wisdom. And so your life is going to get better. Why is it going to get better? When you focus on the day, and as you go through that day, you have an ongoing conversation with the presence of Jesus in your life. See, now, most pastors would stand up here and say, no, this is what you need to do. You need to make sure you start your day with devotions and you end your day with devotions and you bookend your life with devotions. Well, that's good. I'm okay with that. I'm down with that. That's fine. But man, don't settle for just that. Don't stop there. 
just throughout the day have an ongoing, continual conversation with Jesus, right? I mean, I'm driving in my car, and I'm having an ongoing conversation with Jesus. People thinking I'm, I'm singing, you know, but no, I'm just kind of driving my car, having it out with Jesus. That's okay. Just invite him to the every day. Your day is going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better when you focus on the day and when you invite Jesus into the everything of every day. You with me? What's this translate to? Well, what happens? As you focus on the day and as you invite Jesus and you just you get this ongoing conversation continually as you're going through the day with Jesus into the experience of your day and he brings his wisdom, you're going to find yourself desiring the presence of God more and more in your life. It's just going to be better. It's just going to be better. You're just going to understand that, man, this having this ongoing desire for, for God to show up in your life. And, and, and all of a sudden, what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing that very thing. When you focus on the day and you start inviting Jesus into the everything, right? He's going to come. And you're going to start having your eyes opened up and you're going to start saying, whoa, that was totally a God thing. Or, whoa, where did those words come from? <laughs> right? You're going to experience those opportunities where God is going to show up and he's going to work in your life and you're going to begin to desire. That's what happened to the, the psalmist, right? In our verse, in our key verse. He says... A single day in your courts is better than what? Than a thousand anywhere else. What did he say? You, anywhere else. You can, you can paint anything else. You can, you can drop a list of anything else. You can make a list on the whiteboard of all the other stuff and anything else you want to you put on there. You can come up with absolutely anything else and none of that compares to the experience of having God loose in your life. Better. It is just absolutely better. It is better to focus on the day, to have this ongoing conversation with Jesus, to let him invade your life, and you'll find out you're going to have this desire for more and more of God in your life. If you go back earlier in the psalm, okay, earlier before our key verse, he says, I long, yes, I faint with longing to enter the courts of the Lord. With my whole being, body, and soul, I will shout joyfully to the living God. Do you, do you sense some, some desire there? Right? I mean, he, he just... He just wants more and more of God in his life. That's better. That's better. When you focus on the day, when you continue to invite Jesus and allow him to invade your everything, you're going to find yourself wanting to experience more and more of God in your life. This should not surprise us. Because Jesus himself said to his followers, right? Christ followers, so if, if you're a Christ follower, if you're a sold out Christ follower, 
He says to you, what? And you must. Say must. You got that one? This is not an opportunity of uh, maybe. This is not a maybe. It's a must. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. What is he trying to tell you? You see, life is better. It's just better when you let life become consumed by the desire for God in your life. It's just better. When you focus on the day, when you engage in ongoing conversation with Jesus and let him invade the everything, you're going to find a desire for more and more of God in your life. And that's better. As, as he keeps working in your life, then you're going to discover better. And part of that better is discovering a better location. After all, we all know, right? We all know it's all about what? Location, location. You can say it. Yeah, location. You know that phrase, right? The man, the only one in the house that knows that phrase? Location, location, location. It's all about location, right? Here's the question. Life is going to get better when you locate yourself in a better place. See, as you let a focus come on you about the day, as you let Jesus invade the everything, as you grow in your desire for God to work in your life, you're going to find you're going to prefer a better location. This is what the psalm, this is what it says. Our key verse again, right? A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather, okay, I would rather, yeah, I would rather. He's going to draw a distinction of location, right? He's going to say, look, it could be this or it could be this. I would rather have this than that, right? It's a distinction of location. Here's what he says. I would rather be located as a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. Do you see what he's saying? It's location. He's saying, listen, I understand. Better for my life. Better for my life? Better for my life is being somehow even associated with the nearness of God. Right? He's saying, look, it's better for me even to be a gatekeeper at the house of the Lord. So he's going back to the temple, and he's saying, look, if, if I can just be the guy that's on the edge of the temple that opens up the gate to let people in, if I can just be the guy even on the edge of the presence of God in my life, if I can be that guy, it is a whole lot better location for my life than being in the good life in the homes of the wicked. It's a whole lot better than being deceived by the world about what the good life looks like. That's what he's saying. Saying, look, I, I want to be located in a better place. I just want to be located in a better place. Now, young people out there, this is really important. You've got to really take note of this one, right? Because you especially are under pressure about where you locate your life and where you locate your friends, where you locate your relationships. Okay? 
Hear what the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15. The Apostle Paul says, Don't be, be fooled by those who say such things. For what? Bad company corrupts good character. How important is it in where you locate yourself? If you want better, if you expect better, if you're going to allow God to do better, it's absolutely vital where you locate yourself. Now adults, you know where this is headed for you, right? You know where I'm going to go on this one, because I always go there. You know where I'm going, right? You need to locate yourself where? You need to locate you in small, yourself in small groups with God's people. You need to surround yourself with, with Christ followers. You need to locate yourself. That's what it means to be in that doorkeeper position, right? To, to be just be with God's people. It's better just to be with God's people. Just locate yourself in some kind of small group here at Christ Church. You can get surrounded by God's people. That is like the better location for your life. Now, I was this week, I was just kind of preparing for the message and looking at some of our small groups and stuff. I had an interesting discovery, right? You ready for this? Interesting discovery. I discovered that we have men's groups at like 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning and like Thursday morning and like Friday morning, right? Guys getting together before work uh, at coffee. You know what else I discovered? There's no women's groups at 6 a.m. What's up with that? Ladies, I'm just saying, what's the deal? You can do this, right? I'd have a men's group on this end of the coffee shop and a women's group on that end of the coffee shop and see who could get more people. I'd be all over that, right? Sure, right, no, what's the deal? Location, location, location. If you want life to get better, focus on the day. Let Jesus invade everything of the day. Right? Get this desire for God. Let God do more in your life and be able to follow that desire to locate yourself in a better place with, with people who are going to support you and love you and care for you and understand you and encourage you and strengthen you. Get surrounding yourself with people in the doorhouse of the Lord. Right, People who are going to come and congregate with all good intentions to make your life what? Better. That's what they want to do. They want your life to be better. Now, if you follow this, you take this message to heart today, one of the things I think you're going to discover, and the psalmist seems to witness to, is you're going to discover in your life an incredibly better peace. Right? That the chaos of your day is going to take on a whole different kind of character. Here's the way he says it. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow builds her nest and raises her young at a place near your altar. See, you get in a better place, right? And now notice what I highlighted for you. O Lord of heaven's armies, my king and my God. Would you think about that? What difference does it make? How better is your, gonna day, your day going to be when you understand the person that's on your side, the person who is advocating for you, the person that's working in your everyday is the Lord of heaven's armies. I'm just saying. Who you want on your side? Uh, 
I'll take the Lord of Heaven's armies for 400, please. Amen? Is that who you want on your side? Well, if you got him on your side, I mean, if you take this in and you say, wait a minute, I got the Lord of Heaven's armies who is advocating for me, who wants my life to be better, who's investing in my everything. If I got the Lord of Heaven's armies, I'm just saying. Here's the picture. Okay, I found this picture for you. You can see all the water, the rocks, all the chaos, right? What you may not notice is that right in the middle of all this chaos, right there, there is a bird's nest with a bird sitting peacefully. This is better. This is what can happen in the midst of all the chaos of the relationships and the struggle with your career and everything else that goes on in your life when you know the Lord of Heaven's army is on your side you get a better peace you're going to be in a better place the psalmist says it this way what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord who have their who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem saying look you're focused on every day on letting letting Jesus invade right when they walk through the valley of weeping, when they experience the chaos, when they experience the struggles, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rain will clothe it with blessing. They will continue to grow what? In the middle of the chaos. Their life is going to be better. They're going to grow stronger. And each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. This is the amazing thing. Life can be better. It can be better. Why? Because a single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I'd rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. Now, one last piece for you, real quick. One last piece. Here's the outcome. Here's the outcome. This is amazing. Life gets so better when you take this in, okay? You're going to find out. You're going to find better opportunities. God is going to use you. He's going to use you. And he's going to create opportunities for you to advance the kingdom of heaven. One of the things I get to do periodically is go off to some conferences somewhere, you know, and I get to fly in, in that big flying tube with wings on it, you know, the plane. And I, I kind of like that. I kind of like flying in planes. And uh, part of the reason I like flying in planes is when I get up there, it's like, wow, I just like my most creative, ironically, in planes, right? Because I don't have anything in my mind. I'm just reading the scripture, and I'm just enjoying the moment, and just it gets, becomes to be creative time for me. And, of course, when I go to get on the plane, because I know that's true, right? When I go to get on the plane, I'm always kind of, you know, in my old Adam, I always kind of say, Lord, could you let the seats be empty? You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, right? The ones next to you, you just, you just like, you just, you just like to have them empty, right? So you just, oh, this is great. But you know what always happens? It always happens. Somebody sits next to me. You know what always happens? That somebody always needs something better. To happen in their life. Always happens. 
God somehow puts me in a position where I have the opportunity that's better to make a difference in somebody else's life for the cause of Jesus Christ. It's, it's captured in the, the, the verse right here in the psalm. It says, For the Lord our God is our sun and our shield. He gives us what? Two things. Grace and glory. Okay, grace we talked about, right? Grace is, I don't need to worry about yesterday. That's grace, right? I can live for today because yesterday's past. I, that's grace. What's the glory? Here's the deal. If you take this in today, your life's going to get better. He's going to invade your life. You're going to desire him. And he is going to put you in positions where his glory is going to rub off into your life. You see, when he invades your life, when he comes in, he, he, he doesn't just come in with wisdom. You can't draw a line and say, okay, Jesus, come into my life, but only bring your wisdom. <laughs> when he comes into your life, he brings his wisdom, but he also brings his glory. And that glory is going to rub off into your life because he's going to put you in positions where your friends, your relatives, your co-workers, people you know are going to intersect into your life and he's going to present the opportunity for you in this single day as you let Jesus invade your life, as you desire the presence of God more in your life, as you let the Lord of Heaven's armies take over your day, as your life gets better according to His purposes, He's going to put you in the opportunity to be a difference maker for the kingdom of heaven. That's the way it works. And you're going to walk out of that experience like I walk off the plane. Remember, I walk on the plane saying, God, please let the seats be empty. You know what I do when I walk off the plane? God, you are so awesome. You are so awesome that I could be part of a glory moment. That's what's going to happen. It's all true because of the simple truth, right? A single day in your courts is what? Better. It's just better. It's just better. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I'd rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are such a good God and that you are willing to bring us not only grace to let go of our yesterdays and let us live for today and invite you into every moment, let you just take hold of our lives so our lives will be better, but that you would use us to accomplish glory, that we could have those moments of just experience what it is to just live in that place where you use us and where you accomplish kingdom work in our lives. So, Father, we come to you today and we just pray, let it be about today. About today. This is your day. Help us to use it as best we can. Invade it. Let it be about anything that you want it to be about. And put us in those opportunities when we can make a difference for the cause of Christ. Father, we thank you. We praise you. As we commit ourselves.